Hi guys, you tuned into the Game of Thrones special episode of Pop Sanskriti. This is the second one that we are doing, and I guess until the newer episode comes, all we can do is talk about the older ones and talk about what we expect in the third episode of season eight. So here we are. Um, you guys know me. I'm Shorbri, and. Uh, I have the same people who were with me in the last episode. Uh, we have Papri. Hi guys. Vakasha. Are we not doing the theme song this time? Okay, Vakasha. After Devayan's uh, <laughs> uh, introduction, we can uh, quickly do. Hi, good. Yo, yo, what's up? So, okay, fine. Go, go ahead. <laughs> you know that shock and shock and awe effect that I was going for in the other episode. It's kind of lost in this. Yeah. So I think we'll have to come up with some. Fine, new fine. We'll come up with something. We can start singing. Maybe we can sing either Rains of Casimir or Jenny of Allstone. Yeah. You know, talk. You know, now that it's interesting that you're talking about singing. Because uh, this episode reminded me so much of uh, Lord of the Rings generally. Because the minute these guys, okay. By the way, for our listeners, spoilers. If you haven't watched it, then <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, run away. <laughs> if you if you haven't watched it, I'm guessing you don't want to watch it. So it's cool. <laughs> so um, so remember like that scene where some uh, who asks somebody asks. Uh, Pippin is asked by Denethor. It's a No, 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 no! In Game of Thrones. Oh, in the Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, well, I mean, they're asking. They're having their little party. And does somebody party. does somebody know a song? And yeah. I'm thinking like, mm, is the eye of the mountain? Yes. I was like, oh shit! This is Game of Thrones. I and this, see fire. The whole. <laughs> no, but the but the thing was, this was actually particularly remnant not of Pippin's that song or or what the guy Billy Boy's that song. But this is actually from Return of the King when Denethor asked Pippin to sing him a song before. Yeah, before the war. Just yeah. before Faramir is about yeah. to go off to attack. Was Gilead, and he sings that home is behind the and world ahead, and it's such a it was a beautifully done moment because you know that they had the whole thing of course with Faramir riding out and then losing you know being pretty much his entire force being dis- destroyed, mm-hmm. but you know very similarly poignant kind of moment because we know that's coming yeah. now. Right? Like, like a quite a build up in a similar way, like it is really positioning themselves. to that word definitely thinking. grab the mood yeah, yeah oh yeah it was it was i think a, it was a great way to sort of cap and i think the melancholy of the song went quite well with what the episode was about it was just the last meetings and everybody's maybe Fair like farewells after yeah. like quick reunion yeah, it's exactly. quick farewell that so like drinking and it was like kabhi alvida na kehna but we know we know <laughs> bollywood that also it was also very much about memory right and that's an interesting thing yeah. because that's something which brand specifically says right that the night king is coming for him because he and wants to destroy memory, memory and that's and that's something that you see throughout the episode it's yeah. everyone looking and that's what the song is about so the song is about this again folk tale from not folk tale it's like a historical kind of thing from the, the game of yeah, thrones yeah. mythology where uh jenny wallstones was the wife of one of these targaryen yeah. duncan targaryen who yeah. gave up the throne for yeah. her yeah. but then they but he ended up dying like at the fire at summer hall and yeah. and that's what jenny's So, you know she's thinking of all her old all the people she knows and that's what's going to happen to anyone who survives this as well right so they're all kind of lost back in and kind of going back over their memories and the things which were nice and you know i mean it was it was a very very interesting moment yeah i think like one of the one of the biggest things of that episode what which caught my eye is like their final moments before they believe that they are going to die and like it also shows how far these characters have come from the first episode like you see 
like Jamie. From from the Kingslayer to this responsible person who's actually knighting somebody. Okay, that's that's big. Even and you know the funny thing about knighting is, uh, I was just like brimming with pride for Tormund, who is a wildling, and he's also for like you know women's <laughs> issues more than all these cultured people. He's like, nee, sir, to nee, ban sakte, and he's like on the other <laughs> side of the wall. I was like, wow, yeah, this guy yeah. is like some all for like feminist movements. Not yes. all great stories started with <laughs> By the way, a think, glass of alcohol. Speaking of feminist movements, this uh, episode had lots of highlights for me, like. Arya taking the charge in that uh, moment with uh, Gendry, not just that, and Sansa and uh, Daenerys like actually talking it out. I felt there was a moment they still well, have but issues, but it, it didn't work though. I mean, it it, they, they, they were they were they, they were this close, and then okay, so like okay, fine. Coming back to the last moments of these characters, like on one side you have uh, Macy Williams, Arya, who like she wanted to experience sex for the first time, and you know that's what she did. And the others are on the top of the ledge where you have uh, the Hound and uh, Dondarrion sitting, and like they are just sitting and talking. Of also, they are also talking about how far they have come, and uh, doing that. Lots of reminiscing. Exactly, it's a lot of reminiscing, and it also shows the journey of the characters that. Because all of us know that most of these people are not going to survive past the third episode. No, say no more. When you're talking about survival, let's talk about death. Okay. Okay. So, uh, some scenes were just you know like screaming death. The minute Brienne got whatever she wanted, we know yeah. that this this girl is dying. dying. Well, I don't. I don't think she'll die, but I suspect someone may die. Like I suspect maybe Jamie might die trying to. Save or all her lovers for that um, matter. Um, isn't I? I don't know or either. Might die. Yes, exactly where I was coming. That moment where uh, that Tormund and. Tormund and Brienne might die or maybe Brienne will probably get converted and Tormund has to kill the woman that he's lusting after. Okay. <sighs> I mean yeah not 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 a high point for me if that actually happens like I'm not going to get any I, 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 it's because she is seen charging is grey worm let's be honest. Yeah 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 oh. the minute the minute he lay out his future plans like, like, like yeah, boy no, I would do anything to see him and Missande in beaches of Nath at the end of the show like I really want to see it but I feel like that that's not going to happen gonna it's happen. just heartbreaking foreshadowing that yeah, we got out of it it was just heartbreaking and what about Theon you guys I think he's going to die I mean he'll die a noble death saving yeah. ran I mean, he's come but did you guys see it coming though Sansa and Theon that is just well, like I don't think but do you think anything. I think people are reading too much I, yeah I think it's about a you know it's about the d it's like uh, one of my friends said that Sansa doesn't need any more D in her life, <laughs> and Theon doesn't have a D. So they <laughs> it works all around. Wow. But I, th- I think it was more something else because they something went through so m- yeah, because feelings. they went through so much with Ramsay, right? Yeah. And now he's come back and he's you know, and he's trying to make amends. I think that's the point here, right? Like, I don't think it's... People are trying to say, oh, they're, 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 this is they're making moon eyes. And I don't think I don't that think was so. what it was. So it's like a bonding all the same... Much. Abuser, yeah. I guess. No, I mean, they've just, they, it's, they've been through so much yeah. and now they're here at this point and I think that's just what it was, that he like, came back for... I like to point out, for me, uh, the way she greeted Theon was way more emotional, way more touching than however the reunions are happening with her and other Starks, I feel. Like, I feel that she really let out her emotions there and for the most part, she's been holding herself very strongly. You know, he, she's being the responsible lady of Winterfell and carrying out her responsibilities. But at that moment, I felt that, you know, she's... Gone back Absolutely. to being that little girl he's, he's there. Not just come back to. He's not just saying. He's not just come back and said, "I'm here to fight for Daenerys," because he has technically sworn to Daenerys. But he comes and specifically asks Sansa uh, yeah. if he can fight for her. So I think that was an emotional moment for her as well. And also, I feel like he was the last missing person 
in the reunion everybody else had come back from episode 1 exactly from episode 1 everybody else like everybody whoever alive. Uh, everybody alive less yes let's let's get there but yeah so theon was the last person to join the fam- join the family and also like you know how because theon has been through a lot okay he's rebelled and after that he suffered a lot so has sansa and both of them know what the uh, what the other person has been through and if you go back to the first season okay before theon rebelled theon and sansa did have some chemistry not the romantic chemistry but you know they did gel yeah they did gel well a lot okay because rob was always the, the elder brother type okay sansa did not exactly mix much with uh, arya and she hated john so the only person left out was this Theon. guy Theon. You know, and he was always there regardless exactly. or is he someone who you've known since the time since your childhood i think that exactly yeah but um so there's this one theory that i'm pretty sure that all of you guys have also read about that's about uh, the true front attack that the night king is possibly planning because in the teaser uh for season uh, for uh, the, the third the episode we don't really see the night king and we haven't seen him in a while and uh, the fact that bran can't really see the future he can probably he can see the present and the past yeah so uh, the things he can see the future but it's not like a clear immediate thing he so like where he can see the past exactly what happened or he can see in the present what is what's exactly happening mm-hmm. he can't do that about the the future he can see glimpses of it or things which 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 imply what's going to happen so basically the plan to smoke him out then may actually possibly could backfire because we've also talked about how the night king can at a particular point of time probably meet cersei because uh, i mean she i mean that was the last episode right I mean. that's that's what we talked about so you guys can go back to listening to that if you haven't i'm talking to the listeners not you guys <laughs> and, also- and 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 if that has to happen what do you think are the possibilities like they will actually have many more uh, people to yeah, induct so- into their army because we've yeah we've talked about a, the um, the population of king's landing quite a you know number of times yeah so uh, basically the fan theory going ahead is that brand's uh, whole plan is going to fail because there will be uh, even if they end up winning the battle of winterfell the people who are there are heroes there uh, they will have to fight a massive army of white walkers with the night king later because he probably isn't even coming here with his dragon because there are two other dragons that can kill his dragon off So But how will he make it to King's Landing is my question. So this one guy which is for for the viewers we were all flapping our hands. This one guy this one guy is going to go with his dragon and I know that you know uh, the the device the weapon that they have device for Daenerys his dragon may not be a match for Viserion but but it's only one guy and his dragon you Is is there nothing King's Landing can do? Will wildfire not work? I don't think work? Cersei was even worried about it. I feel like she is like already aware of what's happening, and she's like actually. I mean, she was so calm. It. She was so calm when when uh Ka- when Kyburn comes and tells her, yeah, you know, oh the terrible news, my queen, the walls broken, and she's like, yeah, okay, cool, and then you're just like, what? So like, she's like happy. No, I think like Cersei being Cersei, okay, how like she she's a very good strategist. Like she knows where to like. sort of you know uh, who to strike a deal with so even if the night nice king actually ends up at king's landing cersei will uh, give him a chance to you know put his you know what do i proposal forward i mean maybe like so, i mean you you pointed out that you know she's got they've got that weapon the other thing was remember remember two things which we've talked about and we're going to come to this to one of those later again as well i'm sure 
when in the revamped opening sequence, right? What do they show from King's Landing? That sort of thing with that weapon pointing towards a dragon skull yeah. in where they used to keep the dragons yeah. under the keep. Yeah. Mm. Does Cersei have a plan for trapping the dragon and then enter into a discussion with the Night King? I don't know. I mean, I th- that's a Night- possibility though. It is, but I just feel that the Night King is not as emotionally attached to his like uh, ice dragon as what well, Daenerys yes, would But like if the Night King gets stuck there, like he's a bit, like he's really far from his army. Then I, I don't think it's going to be an emotional discussion at all. It's going to be like, what can you give me? And this is what I can give you. And my baby, I have a baby also to offer oh, yeah. for a possible um, heir to the, I don't know, Night Throne, throne now. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And also like, let's face it, King's Landing does not have dragon glass. And yeah. there is nobody, right? Currently, nobody in King's Landing who wields a Valyrian steel I mean, the sword. only... Well, I mean, there might be someone with one of the blades, but they, what, we, what they don't have for sure is... But they do have is wildfire, which yeah. Yeah. will probably work. But then it'll also burn half the city because they're trying to lob wildfire yeah, and exactly. like a dragon flying yeah. around. Not all of it is going to hit. So, I mean, there could be some problems with Reigns that. Reigns of Castamere part two. <laughs> so, one of the, one of the m- most awaited things that we saw was John telling... Den- sorry, Aegon yeah. <laughs> telling Daenerys Aunt- that... Uh, Aren't she? <laughs> Auntie, <laughs> so you know, I'm a little confused uh, with her expression after that because it's not like she was. One would think that you know, Daenerys is, is is an orphan. Okay, up to up up yeah. till this point, she's an orphan. It's like oh, matlab, I got one more relative in this world alive. That's a, that's a, that's great news. But no, she's like hmm. You know, you technically are the male heir to the throne. How is that possible? Yeah. But she's not angry. But she's not... She feels betrayed, she's I like, think. An, no, she's like, this is too convenient. Like, that was like the... Yeah. She that doesn't was, believe it. So, yeah. So, like, I just want you guys to, you know, tell, you know, talk about what you think her expression is going to lead towards in the upcoming episodes. Because one of the stills that was released for uh, from the By- third... Yeah. yeah, it shows the two of them actually standing together and watching over some place getting burned, burned down. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think there's animosity between those two guys yet. So, my theory is that even though we've been talking about, we've been pitting these two characters against each other for the end, what if there's actually reconciliation considering the fact that Daenerys does really love John and vice versa? I mean, I think, I think the thing is, Look, they, they have to fight together right now. They know that. They, this is not a time for them to be squabbling at this moment because literally when they're in the middle of having that very awkward conversation, they're told, you know, it's time. So, you, you they, they're not... And I think to, to give both of them credit, they're not, and to give Daenerys credit on this, she's not going to be like, oh, I will first want to sort this out before I fight. I don't think she's going to do that. But... The thing is, you can just see that she's got a very different take on it. It's not like, oh my God, therefore you're my nephew... She oh shit! We've been it. That 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 is, didn't cross her mind. Yeah. Which which is fair enough. I mean, yeah. she's the target. I and mean, we were talking about incest, but they didn't. But yeah, but, but exactly. so she doesn't think that. Okay, but does she instead, as you said, think you know what? This is a family member. Fine. Does she think? Oh my god, that's a huge revelation for you to have had to just found like you've realized you've been lied to your whole life. No, it's you are you are are you going to take my throne from me? And that's, but that's that's sort of the problem with what's happened to Daenerys over the season, over the last couple of seasons. And who she's become, which is, of course, the grounds for this whole thing later. And I think that isn't going to go away just because they fight together in this battle. Hmm. I do feel that, yes, in, ter- in like her first reaction is, what does it mean for me and my throne that I'm like working so hard for, for all these seasons that I have worked hard for? Uh, 
but i also feel that has that been the case for a like a male heir and like like the soul heir you you know that you are a soul male heir and suddenly there's another one popping out would you not have thought the same way like other characters i are we like being too hard on her because like hey why isn't she emotional about it or like thinking of other grounds i feel that it's perfectly natural for someone vying actually who whose ambition is to become the ruler to think that hey you know what uh, you got it very easy it's too convenient for you like suddenly this big revelation is too convenient for you what's happening to my throne i think it's perfectly logical for her to think so i think like the best way i can put daenerys's emotion at the revelation point is conflicted composure because you could see the conflict in her eyes but she did not react to it like you can see it in her eyes but she is not reacting to it. she is maintaining her composure and at that point of time i feel like she was like okay we have this big war at hand okay let me uh, let's deal with this first and we you know we can sort this out later but even uh, at this on the same it, uh, you know the somewhere at the back of her mind she is also like okay uh, this guy there is this guy happens to be my nephew and he I'm is the uh, he is the rightful <laughs> technically the rightful heir to the throne So I mean, I I need to deal with him in some way or another. Also, <laughs> uh, let's not forget how uh, during the, her conversation with Sansa, she points out that hey, you know what? I had a game plan. I changed it just because I love your yeah. brother. Yeah. So let's not forget. And she has made sacrifices, not just for if less the latest being you know uh, the ice dragon was her child mm-hmm. and is dead now. So she has made sacrifices just because she wanted to support John. So suddenly, uh, all her life is like in turmoil. So I feel like it was a valid, and I think it's not really fair to I think think the worst of her. I think what we, what what we are seeing though is that it's not the Daenerys we saw earlier. She's maybe yeah. not the same, but again, that's as you guys have pointed out, that's understandable. Her dragon's yeah. dead. Her her entire life's purpose is potentially yeah, is, at yeah. jeopardy. And that's always been the narrative that she has grown up with. That you know, like you your parents have been killed, and yeah. you are the rightful heir to the throne. and she was always challenged by males like her brother she grew up with that sort of a uh, inferiority complex and then she overcame it yes that's true right because this has been her entire driving every cat has a drive has a motivating factor and denaris for so many years now has been purely i am i'm going to go and take back the throne but the only difference is and i think this is the reason why i think viewers have been uncomfortable is that while she was in essos it was always i am going to break the wheel i'm going to change things i'm going to be a I, i'm i deserve to be on the throne because i'll also be a better ruler right now she's just not been doing any of that now it's all been like i am on the throne purely because of birthright and that's why of course now it becomes interesting because if you're saying i am i need to get the throne because of birthright which yeah. is what she's done in westeros that's gone it. so again also that might explain why she's so weird because she's now been she's changed her tack yeah. she's been changing her pitch to become personally if you ask me i'm like okay you do the hard work i'll be the queen and live a fancy life <laughs> <laughs> but um even though they are actually planning uh, so i mean I, i wouldn't call it thorough planning because they barely had had the time <laughs> but obviously we know that everything is going to go down in hell right but then there was this one uh, bit like for belly 2 3 seconds where uh, tyrion and bran were talking and he drags yeah. the chair like long night so do you think that tyrion all i mean in in the beginning of the episode that daenerys started with you know being kind of stupid and uh, so he's do you think with a master stroke yeah do you think he's sure he's going to have a plan throne? yeah a backup plan so to sort of save I the day so. well it's not just about her being on the throne that's about them surviving because remember he later yeah. makes that comment he's the only person who's like you know what i think we might actually yes, live you know, and that could just be a quip 
but, but is it more than that because of his and the fact that they are sending them to the crypt thinking that it's the safest place makes me think that the crypt's going to be the first thing to be attacked considering that there are also like a lot of dead bodies in there so they can raise an army i mean that is the that is the whole that that's something we talked about a little bit i think on our on one of our earlier episodes and I think that that is a huge concern here, given how much foreshadowing. Oh, the crypts are so safe. Oh, the crypts are so safe. Oh, the crypts are so safe. Sending everybody there. The, the the trailers for not not just the the previews, even the trailers for season eight kept showing the crypts. And the freshly released photos from HBO also has a scene okay, with Varys and Tyrion in the crypt. And again, guess what's been added to the opening sequence animation in Winterfell? The crypts. The crypts. So yeah, a lot of action happening. So the Starks are coming back to life. I. I'm thinking. Yeah, I mean, yeah. What What are you stars. betting your money on? I I think that'll happen. Like I mean, bunch of dead Starks come and start attacking all the poor innocent people who are. That would be fun. Nice, they buy in. Like we just I just literally said innocent people are going to be attacked. You know, like, that'll be fun. <laughs> no, but I don't think I don't I don't think that Tyrion is going to die anytime soon. He cannot. Varys might think? die. I, I mean, think Varys's time is done. Like I, I think Varys is. I'm done. sure the Night King also needs a hand. I, a dead hand. <laughs> Oh. But I mean, that's that's but that's actually going to be an interesting point. I mean, if the Night King is actually flown off to King's Landing, then he can't resurrect the dead in in Winterfell. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's got to be either of the two, right? Like he can't be. He's got his places. priorities. He's thinking far ahead. He's like, nope. To start a kingdom, I need a hand first. Let me recruit that person. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, she's like, she's <laughs> what what we have learned so, so far? Do they even talk? This is exactly where I was coming to. From what we have learned, whoever this Night King, a dead person, whoever he resurrects, does not, you know, kind of, they don't have cognition of anything. Well, not someone he resurrects, but someone yeah. who he, but he's obviously got the ability to communicate with yeah. people. And also yeah. the fact that he has left his mark on Bran, and they're like Bran goes crypts. Me, bhej to, wahape he'll no, be safe. No, he's not at the crypts. He's a godhood. He's a godhood. I know, I know. But the, their first plan was just again said. Yeah. Okay, fine. Kill everybody else. Then, like, yeah, wherever he goes, they'll follow. So. One of the things was the way they've all reacted to being on their potentially last day mm. is so different from what they would have done at the beginning. Tyrion would have totally been in a whorehouse yeah. at this point. Yeah. Like, in, if this had been he, season one, that's what he was telling yeah. Jamie. Exactly, and that was also so, and that was a nice thing. I mean, Jamie would have been screwing Cersei. He wouldn't be here, yeah. but yeah. he's here and he's fighting with Brienne. And the thing is, I'm not even sure if it's a full romantic love for Brienne no, or I just respect and admiration. Is, yeah. It's I, I, I know. I think it could be. Could be even re- just respect and admiration, but I mean, it could be that. But it's companionship, like you know, the last companion that you will have before you yeah. possibly die. But you know, uh, it's also time to wrap up this podcast. <laughs> so since I just talked about dying, let's yeah. call a few deaths uh, <laughs> in yeah. the for the for the upcoming episode, like a like five deaths, no four deaths, since we're four of us here. Okay. Shoot, shoot, Devayan. Okay. First, Gendry, uh, Sir Brienne. Okay. Uh, I have a feeling Arya might just die. Whoa. You don't know he promised his wife that he that he J.R.R. Martin promised his wife he would never kill that he wouldn't kill Arya. I don't believe but, him. Yeah. And <laughs> I think I think the fourth would be Grey Worm. Okay. For me Grey Worm number 1 Varys. I think we might see the end of either Sir Jorah or Davos. I think only one of the two of those. Beric Dondarrion definitely gone. Hey, you can't take more than four, but I know. Want to kill more characters than Jara <laughs> Martin? But then the Lord of Light can bring him back. Yeah, but I don't think. But there is no one, no one left to do that anymore. You have to have a priest to do oh, it. Oh yeah. So and, and only so Dondarrion can do it. But he's gone now. Then Thoros is not here, and we don't know where Melisandre is unless yeah. she's around. So, so uh, I think it's uh, Sir Brienne, um, Tormund. 
बैरिस एंड गोस्ट 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 कांड डाई आई फील जॉन इट्स बिकॉज़ इन एवरी अदर एपिसोड व्हेन द वन ऑफ द स्टार किड्स डाइड और व्हाटएवर हैपन टू द स्टार किड्स वाज आल्सो पैरेलली शोन बट दैट ऑमिनस काइंड ऑफ रिमाइंड आई मीन इट डिड फॉर शैडो व्हाट हैपन टू टू सांसा बट इट्स बट वेल दैट कुड स्टिल हैपन हियर सो जॉन कांड डाई ही वुंट डाई वेल सांसा डिडंट डाई व्हेन लेडी वाज किल्ड शी इज स्टिल नॉट डेड नो बट आई मीन शी इज डूइंग प्रीटी वेल आई मीन हर प्रीवियस पर्सनालिटी इज डेड यस बट That could happen with John. Metaphorical well. death. Yeah. Some of John's thing could also. Uh, John's has no already died. The star death. in him could I die. Oh one. no! Come on, like I don't want an old Targaryen John. <laughs> <laughs> But George R R Martin has never been. No, come on! He's always born. He's always going to be a Stark for me. So <laughs> I feel. He's Aegon Targaryen. My reason no, he's, for he's John John Stark now. My yeah. reason for uh, saying host is those very weirdly that few seconds of. Glimpse of him that we got, and I feel that it was kind of reminder for us that hey, it's alive, so that he'll just kill it off the next episode. Okay, so I think it's gonna be Sir Brian, Tormund, uh, Greyworm, and hmm, the uh, Hound will have to face Mountain, so he won't die. But Tondarian, Tondarian, yeah, I think I think that's. I mean, so it's going to be a fun battle, though. It's going to be yeah. modeled yeah, after Helm's Deep. It's it's oh. modeled. I mean, the only closest battle scene they had was Helm's Deep, and yeah. uh, which is interesting. So another Lord of the Rings scene because it seems they actually did look at the Pippin scene for uh, from Return of the King for the song Jenny of Old Town yeah. here, uh, Old Stones, and they also have and Miguel Sapochnik, who's directed the next episode, he went and rewatched Helm's Deep to see figure out how to do this battle. So, you know, I mean. So cool. I suppose we'll we'll reconvene after the third episode, and hopefully um, we won't be we won't be like crying here uh, because maybe hopefully I there's going to be a way to salvage our characters. I think this weekend will have the maximum number of <laughs> cinematic deaths. I mean, yeah, we've got Endgame coming up, and there. that's what we also want to talk about. We will have an Endgame special pop sanskriti episode. So stay tuned, and then we're gonna have another episode of Game of Thrones after the third battle uh, of Winter. Yeah, after the third episode comes out, so stay tuned for that as well. So basically, like, quit your jobs and just keep listening to Pop Sanskriti. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be it's it's so much better than than both. Totally worth it. All right, guys, see ya. Okay. Bye bye. Nalar or who is?